This is the Let Get Discussion Podcast. I've already told my at least a couple of my fights. We had uh, Fighting Steve, where I had to um, double back blast him in the head with my, uh, what was it, social studies book, and then ran. I had uh, a fight against a dude in uh, science class, and we just stood behind our desk and threw punches, and he had a big fucking Mr. Buckethead, and then Stacy, fucking Stacy, told on us I couldn't go to the to the to the canned goods dance. Fucking hate that. Uh, the bugged out thing though when you were little is how fights start. Like it was it was specific ways that fights start if you had no beef. Like you didn't Well this is what literally what happened. And some you would be playing a game and someone would say something. Or you'll be playing kickball and someone will say, someone will kick the ball far. And they'll be like, yo, uh, go get the ball. And just for whatever reason, you didn't feel like getting the ball. You thought they kicked it too hard or it was too far. You didn't want to go in the grass because you had your brand new Nike Cortez on. <laughs> that was to the dope things. And you know, he's like, nah, I'm not going to get it. You get it. That's all that needed to happen. Because here comes, in most cases, me. <laughs> I mean, they get in front of each other, and then all that you, all you got to do is go find a stick. That's all you need is a stick. And for some reason, sticks were in surplus when you're young, or at least back when I was young. It was just sticks laying around. But you go get a stick, and you put, you put it on, on their shoulder and say, I bet you won't knock that stick off his shoulder. That's all you needed. And if, if unless the dude was just extra pussified, he knocked the stick off his shoulder. And to the person that had the stick on his shoulder, they took it as a, a huge offense as if to say, yo, you think I'm that weak that you just can knock a stick off my shoulder, a stick that I didn't even put on my shoulder? And then they would have to fight. Never mind the fact that I had nothing to do with it and I put the stick on the shoulder. Or uh, the the Yosemite Sam Bugs Bunny. Uh, so again, something happened. We are playing a, a tag and the guy said he hit home base, the big tree, before the guy tagged him. And he was supposed to be it, but he didn't want to be it. That's all you needed to hear. Like, well, <laughs> I bet you won't cross that line though right there. And if they crossed the line, it was a rat. They had to fight. But the best part about it was how every fight started in the 80s. You would, they would get close to each other, and they would be shoulder to shoulder and walk in a circle. <laughs> it was ballroom dancing. It was hood ballroom dancing. It was shoulder to shoulder, walking in a circle, and asking each one of them, asking each other to make a move. Or saying what they bet they bet they won't do, or saying what they better not do. <laughs> then it would be three pushes, um, and whoever got the hardest push might get taken down because it was very seldom you would get some punches thrown. But somebody get pushed down, and then they'd be on top of them, 
and then maybe then you know maybe some punches but by the end people are pulling each other off and the best thing about it the number one best thing about it okay two things one I never got in trouble for instigating all of it because I'm a great guy but two about mm, 10 minutes later maybe a glass of Kool-Aid everybody's friends again and we're back to playing or the next day you come back outside and it's like the shit never happened. It's never. It's not like TV shows where they bring up old episodes or anything. Like the fights were never brought up again. It was just yeah, that didn't happen. And then the next fight happened because you guys were finding stick. I should just I should just carried sticks in my pocket to put them on people's shoulders. <laughs> you know, uh, the show is not about instigating fights. It's uh. <laughs> It should be. That would be dope. Anyway, look, we're going to get it popping off with the pop off. It's the EDP Collective Discussion Podcast. Hashtag in front. Um, oh, do me a favor. Don't cross this line and hear my theme music. Guess who's Pazak? And if you don't know, let me break it down for you again. Okay, party people in the house, you're about to witness something you've never witnessed before. It is my pleasure. It is my honor to introduce to you the man that needs no introduction. Of course he don't need an introduction, or else you wouldn't have bought the goddamn podcast. Ladies and germs, get ready for the E-double-E, a.k.a. Kid Dynamite, a.k.a. The Magnificent with the Sensational Style, a.k.a. The nigga from last year, a.k.a. Hold up, pause, quit, change the groove, and fuck it up a little bit. Who the fuck is this E? Temperamental, I snap quick, very touchy. The E double E double over and over you. Incognito, taking it easy. Who the fuck is this E? Crazy ill man rowdy. Stay awake and watch the show I take. Cause right now, who the fuck is this? Oh, you didn't know? Let me break it down for you again. I'm like Zorro. I'm all eating your back. Your ass better call somebody. Grab your dick if you love E. Rub your titties if you love the E double E. Guess who's Pazak? Put out the word. Incredible, I mix up shit like cake mix. And if you don't know, now you know. Here's the thing. As a kid, if you were not down with G.I. Joe, no one played with you. <laughs> you were ostracized. At least I think so, because no one I knew did not get down with G.I. Joe. Lames. Even those uh, one kids who enjoyed the girls' Barbies a little too much, you know, they enjoyed G.I. Joe. They didn't know at the time. We didn't know either. We were kids. <laughs> The 80s were the greatest decade for everything. Incredible. G.I. Joe dropped. They were all different. And the uniforms were new and fresh. And the toys. You get those joints. And they had file cards on the back. Like bios. Toys and and, and cartoon characters didn't have bios. (laughs) You'd sit there and read about the figures you were playing with. You know, one, it made you want to read. Two, you knew nothing about military codes and ranks, but you was learning. 
and and shout outs to everyone who cut out their file cards and lost them or ripped them and and they're pissed now <laughs> the artwork on the packages was dope you know jajo is the closest thing we had to soap operas what 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 made them dope they carry stories over you know from, from show to show and episodes uh they had relationships and different personalities you could you could follow you know very you could decide who you liked and who you hated you know and cobra were terrorists like before <laughs> terrorists were terrorists like it was oh a terrorist organization wants to rule the world all right cool <laughs> like they gave us brand new nazis and we didn't know or pay attention you know the cartoon was a must see it was must see tv after school they had many movies, had the mass device. Like, look, the show started and it was, hey, Cobra's, you know, trying to do this. Let's stop him. Not, hey, uh, my name's Duke. And I like, <laughs> you know, long walks on the beach. You know, there was no introductions, no, you know, no extra crap. They just interacted with each other like they've been battling and we was just brought in on it. We, they just let us see. You know, it was like, you know, this is what's going down. Then they had the uh, the weather dominator. Like, Cobra had the best plots ever. And, and these shows were like four and five part episodes. We'd be at school like, you know, you know part two was coming on today. I got to get home. I can't be fucking hanging out at the water fountain <laughs> with your bum ass or walking some lame chick who's not going to let me uh, snap her bra. <laughs> training bras you know walk her home i gotta get home and, and catch up on my joes and then the the cartoon would come on and they catch you up with like previews like uh previously on this is this is nothing now but in the 80s that was unheard of for a cartoon you know it wasn't the smurfs weren't like uh last episode on the smurfs you know Smurfette was uh, uh, shaving Papa Smurf's beard and gave him a goatee, a Smurf tee. By guys, um, you'd think they just make like the live-action movie based on one of the miniseries, Master Vice, Pyramid of Darkness. You know, it's a built-in trilogy. It's already written. We already got the characters, but no, uh, we need The Rock and Magic Mike. <sighs> anyway, you had uh, characters who 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 were good who were bad, and who were Zartan <laughs> and Tomax and Zaymont, who really didn't care either way. Like, Tomax and Zaymont were businessmen. They had a front company. <laughs> they were in Cobra. G.I. Joe sometimes knew, sometimes they didn't know. So I guess sometimes it was just like, we can't arrest them, <laughs> you know, they didn't care. Like, acrobats backflipping out of 30-story buildings. Eh, whatever, it's great. And uh, Zartan, that toy came out and people lost their mind. It changed colors in the sunlight. And uh, look, look, for once and for all, here's the answer. Cartoon Zartan, it's hair. The figures, the comic books, everything else, it's a hood. I'm just saying, and the cartoon is hair. I know it's supposed to be a hood, but the art artist artwork whatever the color guy he wanted to give him a lace front so that's it that's it cartoon he has long luxurious hair and everywhere else he has a hood he's bald head anyway uh cobra commander will always be my favorite guy <laughs>
He was hilarious. He had power. Even when he fucked up, he was still in power. And they, you know, mostly still respected him. He had the cool-ass look. No one looked like that. When 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 toys dropped, when the cartoons dropped, nobody looked like that. You know? And the, the voice, you know? You didn't know what he looked like under the, the mask. You didn't know his name. You didn't know anything. You couldn't even buy him in the store. <laughs> That's how dope he was. And uh, the Baroness, you know, she's just a piece. piece of ass. So is Lady J. You know, Scarlet, nobody cares about Scarlet. But the ultimate, nobody cares about Cover Girl. Um, Dreadnoughts, comic relief. It was great. Storm Shadow. They had a ninja. They had a ninja who wore all white. And he was a bad guy. Like, number one, he didn't wear all black. He wore all white. He was a bad. It's just incredible. You know? I like the guys who lurked in the back, though, and did dirt, like Firefly and Major Blood. They didn't get enough burn on the show, but they were dope. Man, hilarious plots. They had a G.I. Joe movie being filmed with real G.I. Joes and Cobra showed up. They had um, animal mind control. <laughs> uh, Cobra threatened an oil leak in the Middle East using a sound machine. Uh, Cobra destroyed all the money in the mint and printed their own uh, Cobra currency. Cobra has found it necessary to restructure your nation's economy. We have begun by eliminating the worthless green paper which your government has deceived you into believing is valuable. Citizens of the United States, I am pleased to announce Cobra's economic recovery plan. If you want money to buy food for your children, take all your valuables to the nearest branch of extensive enterprises. There, all goods will be exchanged for Cobra currency. They, they made an earthquake to destroy Japan. Um, they made fake UFOs and tried to take over DC and Russia while everybody panicked over alien invasion. Oh, kinds of crazy off the wall plans. And then they they had a they had a they made a guy. <laughs> they just made conjured up a whole ass guy. Old fruit booty dressed Dr. Mindbrother stole DNA and made a man. Like <laughs> that was the beginning of the end, but it happened. Um, the back and forth between Cobra Commander and Destro and then Serpentor and, you know, Cobra Commander. That was always fun. Like, really, the show was all Cobra for me. The, the Joes were lame. Anytime they tried to give the Joes their own episode, it would just end up stupid. Like, the, the Viper is coming. Seriously. And I won't mention the DIC series or any of the way worse things that came after that. You would think that a show and its properties that are so beloved would have lasted like five, six seasons, right? Nope, it lasted two. <laughs> and two things ruined G.I. Joe. Sergeant Slaughter and Cobra Law. I don't know what that awful wrestler did to get him plastered all over G.I. Joe, but it was terrible. Like, he wasn't even a good wrestler. He wasn't... It could have been Hulk Hogan. It could have been Macho. Fuck, it could have been uh, Coco Beware and Frankie could have been on Cobra to go up against Shipwreck and Polly. It could have been anything. 
but fucking Sergeant Slaughter. Nobody feared Sergeant Slaughter. It could have been Iron Sheik, which would be hilarious now. Um, anyway, <laughs> the toys were mainstays. Everybody had G.I. Joe figures. You cannot have enough G.I. Joe figures. To this day, you cannot have enough G.I. Joe figures. Like, my favorite, so let's say, my favorite Cobra figures, top five. The Viper, that's the uh, blue and red uniform Viper. Love that figure. That's number one. Then Crimson Guard, you know, dope. I like them because... In real life, they were extra smart and top shelf athletes. And then, like, the whole red outfit, you didn't see that. Like, that dropped and went crazy. Then third, we go with Cobra Commander. And to keep it honest, we'll say both helmet and hood and never battle armor. Ever. It's the worst thing they ever did, except for Cobra Law. Um, number four, my fourth favorite figure of all time, Snow Serpent. People sleep on that figure. The colors was dope. He had the snowshoes. He had the snowshoes, a grenade launcher, and an AK. Can't fuck with the snow serpent. And five, we'll lump uh, Tomax and Zaymont together. Because the twins was dope. You know, and you know, it's my list. So, <laughs> those are my favorite. Um, now, my favorite figures is that. My favorite characters would be a little different. You know, because they ain't like let the Viper and the Crimson Guard talk too much. I like the Joes too. I don't hate the the, the Joes like I did most good guys in cartoons. Um, most of them I did. But my top five figures for the good guys be Barbecue, Beachhead, Alpine, Snow Job, and Snake Eyes. I'm not in love with Snake Eyes like everybody else, but the figure is dope. The cartoon though, you know. You gotta go with Blood, the Twins, Cobra Commander, Zartan, Firefly, Destro, the Baroness, Lady J. Yeah, dope people. And the DIC series did, the Dick series, did give uh, the Crimson Guard some love, so I, I give them a little props there. Now, I hated Quick Kick. He was doing impersonations, ugh. And he was useless. Uh, I hated Serpentor. Because he took over from a man. I didn't really like Snake Eyes. Yeah, I said it. I did like the breakdancing, though. <laughs> I didn't like Spirit. Hated Spirit. Polly was annoying. Uh, and Wild Bill, he didn't like black people. <laughs> Wild Bill was never on a mission with Roadblock and Alpine. And, and he didn't want Doc to touch him if he, <laughs> if he got hurt. I'm just saying. Um, the movie... The movie was cool until Cobra La. They ruined my man. He came back, but it, you know, it was never the same. And the live action movie totally screwed up every storyline and piece of continuity I had from my childhood. But oddly enough, even though technically it sucked uh, <laughs> uh, mutt balls <laughs> as a G.I. Joe movie, I could stand it. It wasn't as childhood rapey as Bay's uh, Transformers. Anyway, I'm going to stop. Uh, today's show, we're going to talk the class of 85, 82, 83, 84, and 86, and 87, and 88. The G.I. Joes, the cartoons, and the, and the, the, the toys. Jake Cordero and I are going to uh, talk what we loved and give out some yearbook awards. <laughs> it'll be fun. Yeah, we'll be back.
Distro. Noble Distro. Welcome. What is this urgent matter that requires my immediate attention? Oh, forget about that for a sec, Distro. Sit down. You've been working tirelessly all day on that weather dominator. No doubt you require a little R&R. What I require is no further interruptions until the weather dominator device is complete. Why are you so angry? Calm down. My time is limited. You best remember who is financing your little project. Because soon my weather dominator will eradicate G.I. Joe and bring the free world to its knees. And? And then the world will be ruled by Cobra. <laughs> I see. And just why, Commander, do you feel that Cobra is the organization best suited to control the entire world? What? Because Cobra must rule! Ah, Cobra is powerful! Cobra is strong! I created Cobra! I was but four years old when I realized that I could run the world better than the morons in charge! How dare you insult me with that question! <laughs> Fuck you, Destro. Very well then, Commander. Obviously, you're summoning me here as a childish farce, and I must now return to oversee completion of the marvelous device you have purchased. I do not wish to be disturbed any further. Come on, Destro, don't leave. Sit back and relax and enjoy the pleasantries the Cobra can provide for you. Look at this, a fucking turkey dinner. Mm. I can't wait to eat. Destro, would you like to sit down to this wonderful turkey dinner? No, I have work to do. Well then what the fuck are you going to eat? I don't care. I can order pizza or something. It doesn't matter. Pizza? There is work to be done, Commander. Perhaps you can afford the time to bask in gratuitous accoutrements, but my responsibilities require uninterrupted attention. Oh, come on. I got the big screen up and everything. Destro. Come on. I don't have time for this, Commander. I'll notify you when we're ready to conduct the test. Oh, what a fucking pardon pooper. You used to be fun, Destro. What the fuck's on TV? Welcome back to the show, the EDP, hashtag in front, looks like tic-tac-toe. <laughs> Never mind that. At this point, I would like to introduce my guest. Um, he's been on the show before. He's a, um, he injured major blood in a spitball fight. <laughs> That's the reason for the eye patch. He once spilled grape juice on Storm Shadow. That did not come out. Uh, the... <laughs> Head dealer at the Charlie Iron Knife Casino in Springfield, Mr. Hero Clicks, JC, Jay Corduroy. Welcome What's to up? the show. What's up, E? Thank you so much for having me back. Hey, I had to have you back. We had such a good time on the first show. We and, did. You know, so season two. We're going to go into any conspiracy theories about G.I. Joe this time like we did about Mario Brothers? Or are we good? It just might. I, I think I could come up with a couple. Okay, but we, we we might, um, Mr. Corduroy. I uh, helped uh, with one of the most popular and uh, favorite shows by a lot of people, the uh, Mario Brothers. Um, 
uh, stalker slash drug addict slash <laughs> acid induced <laughs> podcast. But um, we're we're back and we're gonna do uh, GI Joe. We're, we're gonna talk GI Joe and we're gonna um, we're, we're gonna do some yearbooks, some some class of '85. All right. G.I. Joe yearbooks. But uh, before we get to that, G.I. Joe by itself, everyone loves G.I. Joe. And if they, if they don't love G.I. Joe, they're probably not listening to the show. Um, who are some of your favorite characters on the cartoon? G.I. Joe! You incompetent steelhead! Your bungling has cost me dearly! Premature panic is the sign of an immature mind. I have mastered the device. Coordinates locked, temperature perfect. There. On the cartoon, uh, first and foremost, Storm Shadow. I love Storm Shadow. He's one of my favorites. Um, I, it's honestly, it's mostly the bad guys. I like Destro, yeah. uh, Zartan, Zarana, Xandar, Tomax and Zaymont, uh, Firefly. You, you like the uh, the later Dreadnoughts, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I love the Dreadnoughts. The Knox were my favorite. It's uh, they're the reason I ended up buying the uh, uh, the, the big multi pack that uh, Big Bad Toy Store had, the exclusive of the Dreadnoughts last year. It's I didn't have the money, and my wife didn't want me to, but I did anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, so Dreadnoughts, Storm Shadow, yeah, okay, okay. And then from the Joe side, I, I, it, Joe side didn't have a whole lot of people I really liked. I liked kind of the weirder ones, like. I mean, everyone likes Flint and Lady J, but I liked Quick Kick, I liked Wetsuit, uh, Jinx. Those those were probably the ones I liked the most from the from the cartoon. How could you like Quick Kick? He was just so ridiculous, and it was kind of you know, he's kind of a badass to go into a to go into a gunfight with just no shoes on. He's got like sensible pants. That's all he's got. Yes, a, a nice pair of sensible pants. And, and some kind of, like, a sash? Yeah, somehow? like he was uh, Mr. Iron Chef America. And he has, <laughs> he has a sash with throwing stars in it. I like cuisine. Tonight's secret ingredient is ass-kicking. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Storm Shadow, but you've been chopped. <laughs> I said, I didn't like that guy because of all the stupid impressions and, and stuff he did. Shut up. Oh man, I forgot about that. Yeah, he was doing Humphrey Bogart and stuff. Oh Jesus, yeah, no. Uh, he might he might actually be coming off the list. I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah. That's a repressed memory you brought back on me, man. Uh, I, I, I apologize. That's no, alright. Um what about what about Lee's favorite? So I guess you're gonna hit a lot of uh, G.I. Joe's. Um well there there was two main ones from G.I. Joe that I just didn't like and and, and one you can probably figure it out with me being a Storm Shadow fan. I wasn't a Snake Eyes fan. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, this might be the only other person on the planet besides me who's not a Snake Eyes fan. I'm not a Snake Eyes fan either, but to everybody else, he's like G.I. Joe Beyonce. Everyone <laughs> is a Snake Onse. He's, he's, everyone else is Snake Eye apologist. They love him. He could do no wrong. He's probably going to perform at uh, next year's Super Bowl uh, break dancing. I'm, I'm, gl- <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. 
I, I just I just never liked him. I mean, it was you know the the cartoon and the comic were really different. You know, in the in the comic he was pretty cool, mm -hmm. but in the cartoon it's just this this mute guy in a ski mask. I mean, why would you have him on your your special forces team? Exactly. He he points and you do whatever he says. All right, I guess. But no, nah, he just he just wasn't my thing. But my least favorite Joe was Duke. He's just too plain. Uh, he he was so vanilla, man. <laughs> it's just. Yo, Joe, here we go. It, huh, it, how, he was so boring. None of his episodes were ever good. You got a point. He, yeah, he was G.I. Joe Ken doll. Yeah, he was. He absolutely was. Okay, I could I can, I can definitely see that. Um, any, any Cobra guys you didn't like? Yeah, Cobra Commander. All right, so thank you for coming out. Thank you for listening to the show. Everybody, um, uh, appreciation. <laughs> yeah, and I, I knew that was going to be a controversial statement on your show, but man, it was. I just, I just never got into him. I always, I was always a Destro guy. I always liked Destro more. Destro had that, that, that big ass collar and that, that disco medallion with the giant ruby on it. <laughs> Destro knew what he was there for. Yeah, pimping the hose. Exactly. Don't they realize they're dealing with Destro? And Cobra Commander just screamed and cowered. That's all he ever did. Coward. It was due to the incompetence of his, his, his soldiers and followers. He, that right. guy had plans. All right, you got to give him this. He had kick-ass plans. Oh, he had elaborate, unbelievable plans. Oh, <laughs> at least, okay, at least give my man that. P picture perfect. Per picture perfect example of what a supervillain is. Yeah, okay. Well, at least we can agree somewhere, but... Oh, absolutely. All right. Wow. Oh, man. Yep. That, that's, that, is, that is disheartening. You were my you were my favorite Jay Corduroy up until then. <laughs> um, any any others you didn't like? Um, ironically, since I deal out of this casino, I'm not a big fan of Spirit. <laughs> uh, you know, it was... It, it's real interesting. If, if, you, if you sit back and look at it as an adult, and I watched a couple episodes getting prepared for this... Mm -hmm. You realize exactly how racially insensitive the G.I. Joe cartoon was? It was terrible. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. You know, Spirit was just a walking stereotype. So was Storm Shadow, despite the fact that I loved him. I mean, we brought it up on the last episode, the vaguely racist whisper. <laughs> yes. It's, oh, it was just terrible. Absolutely terrible. And and I didn't like Falcon. Falcon was just a cheap knockoff of Flint. Oh, definitely. I, I wish to re, you know, erase him from my memory. Absolutely. And they had the, they had, it was basically the Duke and Flint show. Mm -hmm. and then they brought in Hulk. And then it's like the way they brought in Hulk, it was like, okay, well, he must be under Duke and Flint then. It was like, but no. Yeah, he was in charge, but it never felt like that. Never. Because it was always, we should do this, but what do you guys think? Because I'll totally defer to you. <laughs> yes. Worst general ever. Hands down, point blank, period. <laughs> um, okay. Um, favorite episodes of the show. All right, I'm going to take the Weather Dominator and the Mass Device out of it. The the five parters that kind of kicked off the whole thing because we, I mean, those are just fantastic. Of course, of course, of um, course. I really liked the Cold Slither episode. Not to suck up too much, but <laughs> uh, you know, just fantastic. It's a Dreadnought episode. How could I not like it? Good point. Um, let's see, what else did I like? Uh, the Viper is coming. Of course. The, How could uh, you not? It's a very, very classic episode. But it does point out one major thing that I always said about the show. What's that? 
if it's a G.I. Joe-centric episode, it's never as good. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. Not even close. It's like they gave them like a solo show. It's like, okay, it's not necessarily about Cobra at all, even though a couple of guys showed up. And it was just like, hmm. It's more of a cult classic than a great episode. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just one of those things where you remember it, where it's, you know, he's Mr. Barbecue. I am the Viper. It's, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. But, you know, it, it was one of those those episodes that it kind of sticks out to you where it's like, how how poor... Is it, how poorly organized is that show or is that group when right. they can be taken out by barbecue saying I've basically got a bad feeling about this I ain't never got gaffled like that I used to do the gaffle. yes yeah it was and what it, was Scarlet doing in, tr- in charge I have no idea she never should have been in charge but I mean it, how, how do you how do you let that happen how do you how do you go into a town in middle America put a special forces team with tanks and mortars and cannons and laser weapons and advanced guidance weaponry and all this other stuff on the street corner <laughs> because one guy got a phone call. Hello? Mr. Barbecue, this is Mr. Viper. The Viper? I couldn't have heard you ride. What'd you say? The Viper is coming. And not to mention it was barbecue, so it's not even like it's one of your important guys. It's some, it's some guy with a fire fetish. Good point. I I agree completely. But it's it's a cult classic. But I think everyone's favorite episode. Mm. Skeletons in the closet. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's there's two major reasons for that. <laughs> it's the episode where every boy that watched it became a man. Yes. The people you you have to if you haven't seen this episode, how do we say? How 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 do we put how do we put this in there? Um, it was it was fairly uh, fairly racy for a, a kids show in the eighties. The the uh, if you if you follow follow my Twitter and if you've been to my uh, website, the little pink number. Um, <laughs> have you seen the, the uh, G.I. Joe uh, Facebook uh, post? Uh, Lady J and the little pink number. This yeah. is uh, ridiculous. And um, uh, the Baroness in her blonde disguise. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. All, all around great. That is, that is the episode. Isn't that also the episode where Alpine had a, a G.I. Joe black card? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why does Alpine have a G.I. Joe black card? Uh, great episode. Yes, I agree completely. Yeah, uh, it's just ridiculous. You know, there's the the, 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 the creature that's in the, the the lava or whatever it was at the bottom, and just it's just ridiculous. Yeah, um, was it a uh, 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 man spider? <laughs> you make, yeah. a, you make a, a, a cameo in that. Uh, yeah, that was that was a great great uh episode yeah definitely hmm all right um so when you when how were you introduced to gi joe like do you do you remember sitting down from the beginning or did you get in in the middle was it was it a uh 
Did you come home from school and, and, and just plop yourself down? Was it a, a, a ritual to get ready to watch G.I. Joe? How did, how did it go down? See, for me, it was, I actually came to the, the cartoon after the toys. Okay. Um, it, was, it was something where I, I started buying the toys and then I found out there was a cartoon about it. Really? Yeah, I had, I had no idea. I mean, I was, I was all about He-Man at the time. I had no idea that G.I. Joe even existed. Hmm. Um, ironically, I didn't really know about the He-Man toys. I just liked the cartoon. So I was, I was a backwards kid. <laughs> yeah, what was going on in the corduroy household? Yeah, it's just the way it was, man. But up in up in Massachusetts, where I lived, uh, Fox 25 out of Boston broadcast down where down where my house was in, in Fall River at six o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. every day. GI Joe was on, and I, I remember waking up early. I think I was sick or something like that, and I just got up and I turned the TV on, and there was Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, no, say what you will, but but to you know six year old little JC. Wrestling, wrestling hero Sergeant Slaughter's on his TV. I knew who Sergeant Slaughter was. I had to watch what he was selling. Okay, good point. So it was the uh, he was doing live action introductions, and it, it was never forgiven. You know, Fox Twenty Five was backwards back then. They just took the intros and slapped them on whatever. So I think he was introducing the the movie or something like that, and it ended up being just regular episodes. They would slap it on. So what he was saying had nothing to do with the episode. <laughs> Um, but I watched it, and I, I, from then on, I was hooked. Every morning, six o'clock in the morning, I'd get up and I'd watch GI Joe before school. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Um, Sergeant Slaughter has to be one of my least favorites. Like my least favorites would be like um, Sergeant Slaughter, um, Snake Eyes, mm-hmm. and what was oh, I hate Quick Kick. Obviously, and, and I didn't like I didn't like Spirit because. He and why was Spirit always the one fighting Storm Shadow? It was it should have been the matchup should have been Quick Kick or Snake Eyes, but it was always Spirit yeah. versus. Uh, uh, remember when um, Storm Shadow got Excalibur? Yes. <laughs> they really, they, you know, about halfway through the production of that show, they just ran out of ideas, <laughs> and they just started throwing shit at the wall and say, you know, what, let's 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 do this. Let's have Storm Shadow find Excalibur. That'll work. Why not? Yeah. At least we never got the uh, like the Transformers on there. True, true. What was the episode where they went they went back in time to ancient Greece, and they thought they were gods? Oh, oh, oh uh, GI Joe and the Golden Fleece. It was terrible. They definitely ran out of ideas. Yes. <laughs> um, but on a episode of Transformers, uh, Cobra Commander did show up. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, he, he actually did show up. So th- that was kind of cool. Okay. Because I'm a Cobra Commander fan, unlike some people. <laughs> okay. So, in your opinion, when did G.I. Joe just go bad? Period. All right. Okay. So, as a kid, uh-huh. it went bad around the time uh, Sunbow stopped making it. Right, right at GI Joe the movie. Okay. Because um, that was that that was just terrible. You know, it's you know, anytime you're you're introducing you know crazy supernatural stuff into something that was at least somewhat grounded in reality up to that point, uh-huh. you, you've jumped the shark. And the, the movie killed it, and then Deke taking it over was terrible. As an adult, was it ever really good? <laughs> yes, it was. How dare you imply? Go back and watch it. The, the first episode. I'm gonna knock the mustard out of that crazy hot dog. 
that's like the worst dialogue ever. I mean, granted, it was from Duke, so that's probably pretty advanced for him. But good point. Uh, it just it's so hard to watch now as an adult. I mean, I, I I can I put it on for my kid, my kid enjoys it, but I can't I can't in good conscience look at it and say, oh yeah, I loved it as a kid. It's the same thing as Voltron. Well, Voltron Voltron does not have as much replayability as yet joe see at least yet joe has those episodes like you know pyramid of darkness and sure. weather down there and massive vice and all of those where you you can get into the plot you can get into seeing your characters interact with each other and you get into um the idea of it now the execution and the uh, the bad aim and the logic uh, holes in a lot of it. Yeah, as an adult, you're like, really? Why don't you just why don't you just kill him then? Just okay. Or, you got a sword. Run up and stab that motherfucker. He can't shoot you. Yeah. Or so you're shooting a whole bunch of lasers at this lady, and you don't hit her, and she throws a spear and knocks down your helicopter. Man, don't get me started on the jab. How in the hell are you going to let someone go out into the field of battle with a damn javelin? With seven of them on her back. Yeah, and it's not even like a rocket-powered javelin. She's got to throw the damn thing. And, and, and somehow she's throwing it hard enough to pierce tanks. Yeah. I mean, Lady J was no joke. Don't get me wrong. But she ain't throwing hard enough to pierce the tank. <sighs> and blow them up. And, and, and or they'll get captured. And, of course, it'll be like, well, I'm just going to leave you here in this room by yourself and <laughs> mm-hmm. just get out. Or I'll make you fight each other. <laughs> or the one episode where they were in um, where they're in Vegas and, and Destro and the Baroness put two of the G.I. Joes on a giant uh, roulette wheel. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Like you could just shoot them, no? Yeah, no. It's a good, go with the go with the death trap. That's more interesting. Kids love the death trap. <laughs> oh my god. The um. That said, though, when I was a kid, all that stuff I wanted that stuff as a playset for my action figures, and I never got it. Oh hell yeah! I'd have loved a giant roulette wheel to strap my Joes down on. That was that was the thing about GI Joe. GI Joe is hands down the greatest property ever i mean it was the closest thing that we had to a soap opera mm-hmm. because if you think about all the other cartoons all the things that came out you know it was okay well this is the leader of this person and you have your 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 muscle your fast person and your female and then they go battle something or mm-hmm. if it has some kind of like the flintstones or something but this one you had uh these people were dating and Everybody had code names and they had specific skills and everybody had a different look and things would carry over from one episode to another, which almost never happened in mm-hmm. cartoons. So it would be like, yeah, well, last episode when this guy stole this, so we got to go get that first. I'm like, oh, yeah, that did happen before you actually felt like you were part of it. You know, you know, another thing about it, too, and this this kind of and this just came to me as we're talking here, it's. It's pretty remarkable that this was really the first fully integrated racially cartoon. Yeah. You know, because look at it before. I mean, you had Voltron, all white kids. Mm-hmm. And pretty much everything was divided along racial lines at that point. And this was the first fully integrated cast. And I didn't, I don't, man, it blows my mind. Yeah. That's pretty advanced. <laughs> and, and, and they didn't make a, they didn't make a point to even bring it up. It was just like, well, yeah, this is what, this is what's happening. That's, yeah. This is roadblock and... <laughs> this is quick kick and yeah and we got women here yeah 
And we got that. We got a we got a brunette. We got a blonde. We got a redhead. <laughs> we got a Russian chick. Yep. We got punk rockers. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. That's why Jazz Joe is incredible. I wholeheartedly agree. I'm glad I stumbled across that thought. Yeah. And lucidity at 10 o'clock at night. That's fantastic. And and the other cool thing I said this earlier is that when you first get into it, like the very first episode off top, it wasn't like how they spoon feed uh, shows to people now or even kind of back then where they say, well, this is Duke. He's the such and such and such. Or they introduced, well, this is Coach. It was just like, okay, well, we know these people are doing this. Let's go get them. Mm-hmm. It was like they just let us into the world. It's like we've been fighting them for years, so this is this is just what we do. Yeah, catch up, kids. <laughs> yeah, you little assholes. <laughs> we'll teach you something at the end of the show. <sighs> okay. Um, so I agree that the movie... And say it, and anyone that knows me or listens to the show that knows that I don't acknowledge this movie too much. Cobra Lie ruined my childhood. Man, okay, so there's an important distinction. The movie absolutely exists because it was it's such a touchstone moment for so many people from our generation where they realize that something you love can utterly disappoint you. <laughs> that is true. Something that you just adore with all of your heart and soul can let you down with, like, 100% let you down. There's nothing good about that movie. Nothing. Not really, I don't know. They, they take Roadblock, the biggest badass on the team, they make him blind so he can't fight. That should have been our first <laughs> clue that something was wrong. The wheels have come off the train here. Cobra Commander's turned into a snake. There's a guy with a snake tail and a guy that can fly. It, it, it's, it, it, no, too much, too much. That, that that really it hurt my whole life. I'm like, Kobe, how do you make him a say? It was like, there's no coming back from that. And they tried to come back from that, but the damage mm-hmm. was done. Yeah, and you, you, you look at it this way. I mean, they had already set us up for, for expectations that were huge with Transformers the movie. Mm-hmm. Transformers the movie is amazing. Optimus dies. Hot Rod becomes Rodimus Prime. It's fantastic. Everything hits on all cylinders on it. And G.I. Joe the movie does does not... <laughs> no. Not even a little bit. No, and it wasn't even the cash grab that they should have probably could have done. Like, and on the Transformers movie, it's like, okay, well, now, kids, you got to go buy uh, Blur and mm-hmm. and Hot Rod and Rodimus and all of these. But, like, the Cobra Law figures, <laughs> who wants that shit? Or, you know, and the worst thing that they ever did to Cobra Commander, the battle armor. Oh, so bad. So bad. The the only armor Cobra Commander should ever have is a helmet with a chrome mask. That's it. Exactly. This guy understands. Yeah. And they, um, and Destro started having different color uh, chrome on his head. Man, gold Destro is just a bad idea. Just a bad idea. If if he can afford to to gold plate his head... (laughs) He doesn't need to be working with a terrorist organization. He does have those wrist rockets. Exactly. Exactly. He, he doesn't... Oh, I just... Oh, so bad. I mean, granted, that gave us some pretty cool action figures out of it. That's true. Yeah, the the, the gold-faced Destro with the uh, the sword and the cape, that was pretty awesome. But... Yeah, but they they, they didn't they didn't do us any favors. Um, what was your opinion on Serpentor? Hated him. Yes. 
this is why he's on the show. We're gonna ignore that other um, slander that he was doing earlier. But now he's back. <laughs> so for for everything that I that I disliked about Cobra Commander, I at least respected what he was doing. Yeah. Because he, you know, he, there was no bones about it. He was the villain. He was the bad guy. He wasn't terribly good at what he did, <laughs> but he was the bad guy. Serpentor. He wasn't. He wasn't the bad guy. He tried to be, but all he all he was was just some guy who who. I mean, he wasn't even a guy. He was he was a lab experiment. Yes, exactly. He had a lab experiment, anger management issues, yelled all the time, and let's not forget he's responsible for Cobra. La 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 la. Uh, That's unforgivable. Very unforgivable. That's, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that. You agree here. We have like minds here on the uh, on the ADP. Now, the the second reason why I had you here on the show is we're gonna go yearbook mode with GI Joe. We're gonna go class of '85, '86, '87, and '88. And when you when you're in uh, grade school, some people, and when you're in high school, your yearbooks you have yearbook awards. And what I figured we'd do is just for just for fun assign some yearbook awards to our favorite and least favorite gi joe characters okay so let's start it off all right we, we, we open up the uh we open up a yearbook uh the gi joe uh generation one class is graduating least likely to succeed snake eyes because the motherfucker can't talk <laughs> You can't get ahead in life if you can't deliver a positive message. And if you want to be a success, that means you got to be a leader. And being a leader means you got to talk in front of your team and you got to rally the troops. But Snake Eyes is going to glare at you and gesture menacingly. No one's going to follow that. I agree. I like it. <laughs> now, for, for every least likely to succeed, there's got to be a most likely to succeed. Okay. And I think we both agree that that's going to be Destro. Yes. He's got the money. He's got the power. He's already got a successful arms build, uh, uh, arms manufacturing company. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can walk away right now and be the most successful man on the planet. And he had arguably the baddest chick in the game. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so he, he was winning a long time ago, and he will continue to succeed. Mm-hmm. He had the hottest girl at the lunch table. Okay. Um... Most disappointing action figure. This one's tough because there's a lot. <laughs> it, it's real easy to 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 kind of put emotion into it and say anything from the Cobra Law guys, you know, the Galamulus, Nemesis Enforcer. But as action figures, those are actually kind of cool and kind of advanced. So I gotta go with Deep Six. Deep Six. Uh, what he had the uh, giant bubble on his head. Yeah, the giant bubble on his head, no articulation. His arms kind of moved up and down. That it was, it was off. Just a shark. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he looked like um, uh, Twiggy. Yeah, he looked like Twiggy. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I know where you're gonna go here, but we're gonna see. Okay. Best dress. I'm not gonna go where you think I'm gonna go. Okay. So. I've, I've watched some Project Runway. Yeah, me too. And, and I think the secret, and we all know this, the secret to making an outfit work is to wear it with confidence. Correct? Yes. My answer is gung-ho. Gung-ho. 
Oh, and here's why. All right. Anyone that can rock blue and navy blue camo pants, combat boots, a cut-off denim jacket, an army hat, and a Marine Corps tattoo on his chest. Yeah, shirtless. Has the biggest set of titanium balls on the planet. Now, I can see how you would go there, but if you're gonna go with having the balls to wear something, you can't look past Dr. Mindbender. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, that's true. That was a velvet cape, too. And uh, metal suspenders. Yep. Le leggings and a cod piece. And a monocle. And a Yeah, Doc Dr. Mindbender's a good choice. I mean, you know, there, there's certain people that'll never never appear on the list. Serpentor, absolutely not. Des Destro's up there. Yeah, I thought that's where you would go. I, I, was, I was close. Close. But no, can't, can't do it. None of the dreadnoughts will ever be on there because that's not really getting dressed. It's just rolling out of your filth. Yeah, um, in the swamp. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so that, that, that's a nice segue into most questionable fashion choices. This one hurts me um, because there's two of my favorite characters here and what they wear is just ridiculous. Uh, and it's Chuckles and Sci-Fi. Chuckles, ah. I, I, I can, I can, I can say and speak with as many platitudes as I want about how how badass Chuckles must be to walk into a, a firefight wearing a Hawaiian shirt. But it's just a terrible choice. It's a terrible decision on every level, on every single possible level. And for sci-fi, neon green when you're going out into potentially a dark area. Not not a good choice. No. Not a good choice at all. Unless he was um, uh, he was in the Sharpie Brigade. Yeah, there's, there's no reason for that to happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, shouts to Howie Decker. I think he's a big sci-fi fan. He's a huge sci-fi fan. Yeah, and unless, you know, it's a questionable fashion choices. We'll leave it at that. Absolutely. Okay. Um, yearbook Award for Best Fighter. So, the, the the easy answer is to go with with uh, Snake Eyes mm -hmm. because I think he won more fights. Um, you could even go with Spirit because apparently he fought more fights than Snake Eyes ever did. Um, but I mean, really, it's Storm Shadow. Exactly. Yeah, best fighter, hands down. Uh, could wipe the floor with Snake Eyes anytime he wanted to. Just chose not to. Exactly. At least that's the story I'm sticking to. I, I agree with you there. Nope. Some people might go with a uh, shipwreck. Yeah, shipwreck was a good fighter. He was kind of a, he, you know, kind of like the Big Show. He had that that one punch knockout. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Shipwreck was uh, that, that's more of a, a of a drunken rage than a good fighter. You know, I think you take the booze out of him, and he's not going to be doing too much. You know what? You're absolutely right. Um, as <laughs> uh, uh, very prevalent in GI Joe. Cobra fights. Um, the yearbook award for worst aim. Well, I mean, obviously it's the generic guys. I mean, the, the Cobra Troopers, Cobra Vipers. Um, oh, you leave my Vipers out of this. And the well, they're my Vipers too, man. I love the Vipers, but you know, I think, I think though, the honor for that, there's there's one for each side. Okay. For for, for Cobra, you got to give it to the bats. Oh yeah. They're they're programmed to be killing machines and they can't hit anything. 
That's just, that's, that's inexcusable. And they take all of the fire. All of it. All of it. They just wander out in the middle of the field and open fire and hit nobody. Absolutely nobody. And on G.I. Joe, it's anybody who's driving a vehicle. Doesn't matter who it is. <laughs> if you're in charge of a vehicle, you will shoot and you will miss by at least three or four miles. That is, that is also uh, factually accurate. <laughs> okay. Um, most likely to appear on Catfish. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, okay, as the person laying the bait, I, I think it's, you, you could make a case for CoverGirl. You could you can make a case for really anyone from Counterintelligence, Chuckles, Scarlet, anyone like that. Mm -hmm. But there's only one G.I. Joe member who spends every waking minute with a computer in its mainframe. <laughs> you want to tell me he doesn't have fake profiles, uh, fake Facebook profiles set up for every single member of the Joe team? Interacting with him by himself. He's making his own conversations. You know he does. And the one guy he's duped? Bazooka. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's somewhere Alpine's like, I don't know if she's real, uh, <laughs> Bazooka. You're a dumb motherfucker, Bazooka. <laughs> he's blowing bubblegum. <laughs> uh, next episode of Catfish. <laughs> okay. Um, now, this one could be very easy if you go chalk. Um, best dancer. Um, I'm going a little outside of the box on this one. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, it's got to be the kid having the seizure in the Fensler film videos, right? <laughs> Look at all the people. Billy, what's the matter? I, I... Billy! My friend passed out. Help me get him up. I mean, is there any question? <laughs> Special writing and vote, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, seriously, is there anyone better? I mean, he falls down, he gets up, he falls down. Slow, quick, slow, quick, slow. He's He's got every move in the book. Oh, my God. Yes, the Finsler film, uh, uh, PSA, ladies and gentlemen. The seizure. Yep. Did he have a kid? I mean, did he have a name? I have no idea. Uh, probably Johnny or something like that. I mean, all the Fensler film stuff was always Johnny or Jimmy or something like that. <clears throat> yeah, he, he, he does have the moves. He defies gravity, this kid. Absolutely. He's got superpowers. He's, he's a superpowered dancer. Yeah, for the people that uh, that really enjoy Michael Jackson's lean on uh, Smooth <laughs> he has nothing. Michael learned kid. it all from this kid. Yes. He has nothing on that kid. Oh my god. Okay. Um, the funniest or class clown? I think probably Shipwreck, just because everyone loves a good funny drunk. You know? <laughs> yeah, and, and make no mistake, he's he's 100% an alcoholic. Oh, um, definitely. I mean, well, he's in the Navy. He kind of has to be, right? But. Yeah, I would, I would say probably Shipwreck. If not Shipwreck, then maybe one of the Dreadnoughts. Definitely maybe. one of the... Uh, shouts to uh, um, Candy Mint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Breath Mint or Candy Mint? 
Cobra Commander, summoning Zarkan. What is it this time, Cobra Commander? Two of my Battle Vipers lost it. The McGuffin device. I must get it back at any cost. Your dreadnoughts must leave immediately. That may be a problem. Breathmint! Oh, Tangy Mint! Breathmint! Oh, Tangy Mint! Breathmint! Tangy Mint! It appears, Commander, they're engaged in weighty philosophical debate. Okay. Uh, cutest couple. Um, uh, I mean, probably Destro and the Baroness, but Flint and Lady J could be made a case too. Now, when you watch the show, didn't you, well, maybe it's just me, you automatically would assume they went Duke, Lady J, and Flint and Scarlet, but it didn't go that way? Was it just me? It's I just... think, <clears throat> at first it kind of felt that way. Mm-hmm. But there were there were because I mean there was there was an episode where I think they were they were piloting st- sky strikers through the middle of Manhattan, and Duke freaks out because Lady J goes off his radar for a second. So yeah, and he kind of felt that way. But you know, I think it just kind of leaned more towards Flint and Lady J as the series went on. I mean, and, and why wouldn't it? Flint was awesome. Duke's an idiot. Yeah, Duke had zero game. He couldn't yeah. close the deal on anything. No, absolutely not. I thought the cutest couple could be uh, Tomax and Zayn. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. <laughs> They're brothers. That's a little weird. <laughs> you, ever, you ever seen uh, Not G.I. Joe XXX? <laughs> <laughs> um, yearbook Award for most likely to get... <laughs> most likely to think the window wiper is coming to kill them. Okay, well, we kind of talked about this already. I mean, the yeah. easy answer is barbecue. But it's got to be Scarlet and Hawk, because they okayed the whole operation. That is true. You know, it's barbecue could have just as easily said, "Hey, uh, I think they have something bad happening." Okay, nuke the place. What? No. Well, hold on. It's, it, it, it's cl- complete and total overreaction by the chain of command at GI Joe headquarters. Oh, man. It, was, it was it was very very bad, and the fact that the guy already knew that he called. A window, watch. And why is he calling the window? He only had one window. Yeah. <laughs> Was it that important? <sighs> now uh, the uh, the window viper, as I call him, um, he he should have took a little responsibility because he wasn't very um, detailed in this message. <laughs> oh no, he he certainly wasn't, but. And, and let's let's not forget too. I mean, but he doesn't have to be too detailed. Five seventy-five an hour—that's a bargain. That is true. That's like thirty dollars an hour nowadays. <laughs> yeah, he can say what he wants. You're getting exactly. the deal. Good point. Good point. Um, most likely, <laughs> most likely to lose their DNA in a battle. Um, Other than Sergeant Slaughter. Okay. <laughs> Uh, shipwreck. Um, but not for probably why you're thinking, but more likely because he went AWOL to go to the local whorehouse. Ah, uh, yes. He's off the boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the real fact that they had a plot where they were still in DNA. That's what I learned. That's where I learned what DNA was, though. I'll good, say that much. Good point. Good point. 
<laughs> and they, they they ran out and just said, fuck it, let's get Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> oh, I hated Sergeant Slaughter. But anyway, um, your book award for worst nickname. There's so many to choose from. Run some down. Snow job. Just as a kid, completely over my head. Oh, definitely. By the time I was about 14, that's another story entirely. When I'm going, oh boy, you lost out. Let's see. Who else did I? What other nicknames were there? Quick kick. Uh, rhyming in a nickname's a bad idea. Definitely. Um, Chuckles is a pretty bad nickname. I'll be I'll, I'll be honest about that. Uh, Captain Gridiron. No one believes that's your actual name. Um, Dr. Mindbender's pretty bad. Crystal Ball, it's not intimidating. No, not at all. Uh, is it Raptor? Raptor? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, just terrible. But the worst, mm -hmm. without question, okay, is Big Lob. Yeah. Couldn't call him Slam Dunk, Fast Break. <laughs> Flagrant foul, anything would have been better than Big Lob. Flagrant foul. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, call him Flagrant Foul. <laughs> it just... Big Lob makes his move. Big Lob goes for the gold. Whoa. He cuts cross-court, sidestepping the opposition. He executes a perfect 10 dive. The goal line is inside. Great speed. Oh, it's, it, it's everything that's wrong with that movie. You know, it's let's let's bring in sports themed Joes. No, it didn't work for the fridge figure. It's not going to work in the movie. No. Ugh, yeah. Awful. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Um um most likely to appear in porn. Covergirl. Covergirl. <laughs> and you, 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 you said that with so much hesitation, sir. Uh, There's a reason she has her code name. That is true. But she is the most blandest, forgotten about Joe, though. Yep. Like, it was it's, it's Lady J and it's Scarlet. And then on the other side, you got Baroness. And Cobra really should have had more women. Mm -hmm. But it's like cover girl she she was just she was plainer than duke yes that was, which but, is why she has no future in the army and she would resort to a life of porn daddy issues ladies and gentlemen. oh yeah absolutely uh, the gi joe uh brand new vehicle bang bus <laughs> well it would be the armored bang bus and b-a-n-g would be an acronym for something but... um Big ass <laughs> something. Um, and any other uh, any any other yearbook awards you can think of? We we need to dole out before we take a break. Oh, let's see. Well, there's there's always the uh, best personality superlative. Oh, best personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would get best personality? Um, jeez, hmm. best personality. I mean, Scarlet was always kind of upbeat and positive, and she always gave Duke shit, so that's... I'm, um, I'm going to give her the nod there. I'm going to go Lady J. 
Lady J is a solid choice. Everyone loved her, and she was a little flirty. That's true. That's yeah. very true. How about from Cobra? Cobra, best personality would probably go to. Hmm. Well, we can't go. No. <laughs> there's, there's some <laughs> tough people over there on the on the on the Cobra side. Yes, there are. Um, how about we go with? go Destro and the Baroness she could be a little bit of a bitch um I like Cobra Commander but I can see why not um Storm Shadow he's a little let's let's go back to the commander I think the commander is the solid choice here yeah see I would go Cobra Commander because I mean let's you take you take out the fact that he's an evil super genius that is a never say die attitude. <laughs> that it is, is true. He doesn't give up. He doesn't quit. He's got a goal, and he's gonna try and succeed every single day. That's that's pretty admirable. I agree. I'm yeah. starting to come around on my whole cover commander opinion here. I'm gonna be honest with you. You see that? I'm trying to tell you to get now. Yeah, some of his games, all of his games, most of his games did not necessarily come to fruition. True. He had plans, and they almost always worked. Sometimes it's just bum luck. Like, everything that he was, <laughs> he sent the guys out to do and the uh, Vipers comment would have worked had they, G.I. Joe's not stumbled upon what they were doing. Oh, yeah. But the, the Joes weren't any kind of, like, miraculous fighting force. They didn't have, like, the inner, inner eye on everything that was going on. They got lucky. Yeah. Uh, somebody's code name should have been Dumb Luck. Yes. <laughs> Probably Breaker. Oh, Breaker. Oh. No. And um, as far as um, uh, worse, did we did we do a worse uh, nickname? Yeah, we did worse nickname. Yeah. How about Stalker? Yeah, boy, that's in in today's parlance, that's a bad nickname to have. Yeah. I mean, back then it was kind of like, oh, he's he's you know creeping through the underbrush. He's a marine. He's gonna find, or he's an army ranger. He's gonna find his prey. Now it's you're hiding in the bushes outside of Scarlet's apartment. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. Looking through the windows, not cool, man. <laughs> yeah, not cool at all. Uh, I think the uh, least imaginative would be like uh, zap. Yeah, zap grunt. You know. <laughs> The guy's a mechanic, a mechanic named Clutch. It's like, okay. Wild Bill. Oh, I've talked about racist. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Wild Bill would, would never go out on a mission with Stalker, Roadblock, and um, Quick Kick. Um, <laughs> he doesn't yeah. want any parts of that mission. Uh, Alpine. No, it's not happening. I loved Alpine. Alpine was dope. Alpine was like, uh, he would get the uh, yearbook award for uh, best friend. Yeah, I can agree with that. You know what else I liked about Alpine? Alpine was, you know, another one of the Arctic troopers, but Alpine was one of those guys, I mean, it was, he was the mountain survival expert, but he was always out on the Arctic missions. Mm -hmm. But he didn't resort to, to wearing the Arctic camel. He's like, no, I'm, I'm bad enough that I don't have to. Exactly. I'll wear the drab green and the black in the middle of the snow. I don't care. You'll be able to find me. Yeah. Now, you know who who else I hated? Um, Lifeline. Yeah, I liked I liked Lifeline's toy. Yeah. 
I thought the action figure was pretty cool because you came with some great stuff and the, the 30th anniversary update was pretty awesome. But in the cartoons and the comics, no, nah, not my thing. He was such a bit. Uh, he'd be uh, about to drown in molten lava and the guy would like, here, grab my rifle to get, you know, I don't touch guns. Mm -hmm. Then just die. Yeah. <laughs> just bye. Yeah, bye then. Uh, see ya. And, um... I think the yearbook award for most disturbed or most creepy, I had to go to Low Light. Low Light or Rakondo? Rakondo's a good one too. Anyone that anyone that hangs out just living in the jungle, uh, I, I, don't, I don't have time for that. That's I, I don't I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to I don't want to hear you talk. I don't want to be around you. You got some serious issues up in your head that I don't need to be a part of. <laughs> but. See, the, the thing about um, uh, Low Light, though, is that every episode he was in, it was just about how disturbed he was. That's true. <laughs> it was just, he, he was afraid of the dark. His father used to do, uh, his father might have been a KT. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> what was going on uh, <laughs> with, with, good old, uh, with good old Low Light. Uh, Cooper, Cooper McBride, I believe. Yeah, I think that was, yeah. Yeah, he he was, he was that guy where it was you know he was that one where you just you, the kid in high school you didn't want to associate with but you always got stuck in like four classes with him. Yeah. He ended up being your lab partner one year and it was just like, inevitably it was biology when you had to do dissections, and it's like I know how to take apart a cat. I bet you do. Exactly. Uh, also, yearbook for worst lab partner. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think that's I think that's it for the uh, yearbook awards. That's hilarious. What we're gonna do now? We're gonna take a break, and then we're gonna come back, and we're gonna do the pick. Can't wait. say about a guy who put commander in his name hey we get it <laughs> no but seriously you're a great cobra commander you've always been there for me and i appreciate it <laughs> hey thanks for coming out everybody baroness i promise i'll make this quick so you can get back to sucking destro's <laughs> uh, i swear if he wore that helmet on his she'd have lead poison am i right Hey, Zaymod, I hear you experience everything Tomax does. I guess that means you know what my d tastes like, too. I see you over there, Serpentor. Didn't Dr. Mindbender give you the memo? The hunt's over. You can stop gathering DNA. Nice outfit, by the way. If it were any louder, I'd have to wear earplugs when you suck my d Gee, I wonder what he wanted to say. I want to bend your mind into letting me suck your d <laughs> Don't worry, I haven't forgotten about you, Cobra Commander. It is your night, after all. The ruthless terrorist organizer determined to suck my d How dare you! Is your voice okay? Uh, let me get you something for your throat. My d 
The G.I. Joe Class of 85 show. Um, of course, EDP, hashtag in front. Uh, I'm here with Jay Corduroy, Mr. Hero Clicks himself, and um, it's time to hit the fifth. One, two, three, four, five. Time for the fifth. It's always an adventure going into the fifth. <laughs> um. <clears throat> The fifth is brought to you by Castle Destro House of Lingerie. Show up in one of their signature pink numbers and polish some uh, dome. Your man won't know what hit him. Fantastic. <laughs> um, okay. So um, we're talking G.I. Joe. Question number one. The cartoon or the comics? Comics. Yeah, I, I like the cartoon, but the comics are consistently good. I mean, even to this day, they're still really, really solid. And they didn't try and talk down to a kid. Mm. You know, it, it, it was a it was a war comic. I mean, there's just there were just ninjas and laser guns as opposed to you know a special forces team and bullets. Um, I, I mean, all you, all you need is the silent issue. You know, that that trumps anything that was done. In any of the in any of the cartoons. Well, this is this is uh, something that most people didn't know. I have never, ever seen or read a G.I. Joe comic. Really? Ever. So what I did, as recent as yesterday, as I obtained, <laughs> I procured all of the issues back from zero one. Okay. So I have. Um, I think the, the first series I got is um, 1 to 155 or something. Mm -hmm. And then I have some special missions and I have the Transformers thing. So um, as of yesterday, I started with issue 1. I'm going to read them all in order. Excellent. I've never read them. I don't know anything that happens in them. So this is, this is going to be brand new to me. So that's, that's what's going on. I'm, I'm interested to hear what you think about as you go through it because... It's, you know, I, I recently, over the last year, I, uh, the, the comic shop I work part-time at, uh, I'll pick up a trade about once every two weeks, and I've gotten all of the classic G.I. Joe trades that IDW has put out. Mm -hmm. I've gotten all of them, and I've read through the entire series that, that they've, at least that they've reprinted, and it's, it holds up to me. Well, I hope that I have everything that I'm supposed to read, because I have, um, I have Marvel, I have the mm -hmm. Marvel ones that go... Um, from one to whatever the hell, yeah. and then I have um, I got I got Marvel, Action Force, and I have GI Joe. Then I have uh, GI Joe dossier that is like one thirteen to one seventeen. I got European missions, <laughs> Order of Battles, special missions. I got um, then I have Dark Horse. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you can skip the dark horse. Okay, because that's pretty bad. It said extreme. I figured <laughs> yeah. I probably shouldn't. Yeah, and don't. Then, <laughs> and Blackthorn, I got yeah, you on 3D. It was only two issues of that I got, and I got Image. Okay. And Image has a real American hero, and that has like one through twenty-five or something like that. Yeah, those. All that stuff's pretty good. I mean, there's some stuff that's sketchy, you know, where it's it's like any comic series. There's some stuff where it's just like, nah, it didn't do it for me. Um, but, but I need to stick with the the original one to one fifty five. Stick with the one through one fifty five. There's going to be some bad issues here and there, but you you, you trudge through it. It's mm-hmm. going to be good. I think the um I got up. I read like five issues yesterday, mm-hmm. and I it was one of they were in the the Arctic and the Russians had some kind of something, and this guy on a dog sled like basically outsmarted the entire Jezreel team. Yep, that's Quinn. Yeah, Quinn. It was yep. Quinn. It, it was it was pretty good. He he shows up quite a few times in the series. You, you'll you'll find out why uh, guys like uh, Justin from Generals or General Joe's and you know all the guys from What's on Joe Mind are going nuts for the Quinn action figure coming out. Ah, oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, I, up until yesterday, I never even heard of Quinn. Yeah, he's he's pretty awesome. Kick ass. So I'm I'm going in the right direction. Absolutely. All right, love it. I'll, uh, I'll keep you up to date, and I'll probably be uh, tweeting about it and posting it on the board. Fantastic. Um, question number two, and this could be a tough question, or it could be a very easy question. What is the worst variation of G.I. Joe? This is a very tough question, because there's there's a lot to choose from that's pretty bad. Exactly. Uh, um, if, mean, if, if you want to do a, a top three or rank them or something, by all means. All right, I'll, I'll go. I'll go top three. Um, GI Joe Extreme is my number one. Um, it's just, it, it's awful. It's absolutely awful. Uh, I think number two, I'm gonna get out of comics and cartoons and go into the uh, action figures. Mm-hmm. And it's the uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's they had like, like the mutated versions of the Joes, and it was like uh, these crazy alien creatures, and it was just oh, terrible, yeah, yeah. just terrible. And number three would probably be the cartoon movie. Because hmm. it's, there's some redeeming qualities in there, but it's, uh, we, we all know how bad it is. We definitely know how bad it is. Um, we, we, also, we also would have accepted uh, uh, Sigma 6. See, I like Sigma 6. No, you didn't. I, I, well, I, I, <laughs> let, me, let me clarify that. I've never, seen the, I've never seen the cartoon. I know nothing about the cartoon. Okay, see, that's why. But I love the toys. Okay. I think the toys are amazing. All right, then, then, then maybe. Um, we also would have accepted uh, Resolute. And we also would have accepted Renegades. See, I like Renegades, No, too. you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you did not. There's no way that you like they they turn G.I. Joe into the A-Team. I enjoyed it. What can I say? And they gave Tunnel Rat a starring role. Tunnel Rat's an awesome character. Not that Tunnel Rat. I liked him. Dare you. And his action figure was superb. Just an amazing toy. Dare you. When I was your age. Okay. Um, question number three. The cartoon movie or Rise of Cobra? Is this a choice of better or worst, or which do I prefer? Um, which? Okay, we'll go. Which do you prefer? And because both of them are blights, 
<laughs> both, yeah. both of them uh, ruin everything. So which, uh, uh, which is the 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 better of the two evils? Rise of Cobra. I'm, um, gonna, I'm going to agree hesitantly. Agree. Rise, Rise of Cobra because of the sword fight between Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow at the end. Um, it's it's too short. It's not it's not lengthy enough to redeem the entire movie. Mm. Um, you know, it certainly doesn't approach like the levels of epic sword fight in Princess Bride or anything like that. <laughs> but or Robin Hood Men in Tights. Or Men in Tights, exactly. Uh, but it's the sword fight itself is good, and there's there's some neat uses of technology, not accelerator suits. I want don't start that rumor. Okay. Um, but like you know, there's there's some cool nods to stuff in there that I, I can look at and appreciate as a Joe fan. Um, but not enough for me to truly like the movie. Although I got I got high hopes for Retaliation. Okay, okay, okay. That's fair. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, plus at least Cobra Commander didn't turn into a snake. True. Okay. Um, question number four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. For one hundred thousand dollars cash money. Mm-hmm. You have to go to work dressed as Dr. Mindbender. Okay. And for your entire shift, you have to do the running man dressed <laughs> as Dr. Mindbender. And for the entire shift, you have to smile with both rows of your teeth showing. <laughs> Oh wow! Can you, um, can, would you do it? No. A hundred thousand. It's a hundred k. That's that's fine. That, that's okay. Um, I would do any any two of those things together, but not all three. All three is a deal breaker. <laughs> Both rows of teeth showing while you're yep. doing a running man for the entire that's, shift. That's that's like a that's like an aggressive dog thing. You know, you show both rows of teeth. You're trying to you're trying to hurt somebody. That's uh. <laughs> okay. Um, fifth and final question. All right. Um, you get a choice of three. Okay. Pick your GI Joe code name. All right. All right. Um, one. Dumb fuck. <laughs> he's okay. a par- he's a paratrooper. <laughs> All right, <laughs> he's a paratrooper. Um, the art, the artillery and grenade specialist, cock and balls. Cock and balls. Okay. Or um, the trainer of the young recruits, and this code name is Kid Toucher. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm afraid of heights, so dumb fucks right out. Okay. So it's between uh, Kid fu- Kid Toucher. And cock balls. Cock and balls. Um, gonna be honest, I'm gonna go with the artillery and grenades explosive. Just, just call me, call me private cock and balls. Hey, he's got some balls and some cock. Private cock and balls, it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you, you didn't want. Uh, we have a special mis- mission. Kid Toucher, get in here. I'm Chris Hansen with Dave. Oh, Lane. you put Kid Toucher and Stalker on the same team? That that is. Is that in the um, any of the spinoff comics that I have? I think that's against the Geneva Convention, actually. <laughs> They're going to be uh, uh, brought up uh, in charges up against uh, Clarence Thomas. 
Well, um, well, uh, private cock and balls. At this point in the show, um, I like to give my guests time to uh, give shout outs and plug everything that they're doing and, and social media and say how great my show is, how much fun you had. Um, so at this point, by all means, the floor is yours. Thank you. Uh, again, I mean, it's, I said at the top, it's, it's my pleasure and my honor to be coming back onto the show. This is, I say this every time anyone asks me about the show, it is the, the most slickly produced and funniest show that is put out there. Uh, it is one of the highlights of my week when the show goes up or the OT goes up. I love listening to the show. So being on it now for the second time, I, I, I feel like I've kind of made it in the podcast universe. <laughs> Um, as far as what I've got going on, uh, I have my own show. It's called Push to Regen. It is a show about hero clicks. Uh, certainly, it's not for everybody. It is definitely a niche market, but Rob and I are pretty funny. It's a good show, so give it a listen. Definitely. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Push to Regen or follow me on Twitter at Jay Corduroy. It's just the letter and the word Corduroy. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you can see my writings on Twitter. I do some stuff for DFTBA News. Other than that, just follow, follow me on Twitter. I like to interact with people there. It's kind of my thing. Nice. Um, again, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, we're we're going to talk more, G.I. Joe. We have to. And it's always fun to do that. And it's always fun to have you on the show. Um, everybody, uh, get the push to reach in. And even if you're not hero clicked out, just listen to it for the for the banter. Um, follow my guy on, uh, on Twitter. And um, we're going to get out of here. We, we might continue the conversation a little bit uh, after the, the audience leaves. Uh, but for one more time, with good feeling and <laughs> dumb fuck, cock and balls, a kid touches. <laughs> Mr. Jay Corderoy. Thank you, E. <laughs> Yo, that's it for the show. I want to thank you for listening. Um, special shout outs again to Jay Corderoy for coming through and you're booking it up. Class of 85 G.I. Joe's with me. Um, thank you everyone listening. Um, I can't name everybody, but um, I appreciate the people that's coming to the website, collectiverelaxation.com. The message board, eclecticdiscussion.envisionzone.com. Um, yeah, peace to Lamar Revenger, peace to Count Marzo, and, and, and the Understood Fire crew, and, um, and, and, and Tim D.O. Double G, Classic, and, you know, every fucking body. Uh, and, and, and tell people that's not listening to the show, listen to the show. You know, just go through the archives and pick your favorite episode and just send it to them. And if that doesn't hook them, then they don't need to listen anyway. <laughs> uh, so, 
that, that's wrap. I'm gonna get out of here and uh, work on the next show. You know, clean up the eclectic studios and 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 get get Devin some some toys. And uh, next show will be here before you know it. And speaking of Devin, in the meantime, in between time, uh, sir. Appreciation. Appreciation.